People ask me, will my ex change their mind about breaking up with me? Will they want to get back together with me? And a lot of this depends on your ex, things about them, but a lot of it depends on you as well. And the best thing you can do is get as much right on your side as you can. First, it's important how they view themselves. If you have a person who has character flaws or who's a narcissist or acts like a narcissist, maybe they're a spoiled, selfish, self-centered person who thinks that they deserve your worship and that you should just be happy to be around them or to get crumbs from their table and that you should be the one to serve and pursue and do them favors and that your reward is just getting to be around them. If that's the case, I strongly encourage you to view this breakup as a blessing in disguise, run the other way and find a good person who's not that way and who wants to be in a relationship of two equals who love each other, serve each other, uplift each other, are attracted to each other and pursue each other. But if your ex views you as the worshiper in the relationship or the servant in the relationship or the one who maybe is dating up, if they have such an arrogant view of themselves and then on top of that they broke up with you, which the very process itself of breaking up with someone, whether you intended to be or not, it will make that person who did the dumping feel like they are more attractive because they're the ones ending the relationship. They're taking power. They're saying, I'm choosing to leave you. I'm choosing to break the relationship. You want it and I don't. And just that simple understanding of the situation and what's going on can tell you that that will boost the ego, boost the level of attractiveness as far as how they see themselves. And if you have that on top of this person having character flaws and being so self-centered and thinking they're above you and above other people or whatever, that's going to factor into this. And it's it's out of your control. And I can tell you, though, that it doesn't mean that it 100% won't happen. The real question is, do you really want it to? But if you do your part, and I'll get into some of that in this video, you can cause them to rethink some of those things. Probably not all of them, and they probably won't undergo a complete and total change. But sometimes when they feel like they are actually losing you, it can be a significant change and at least get them on the road to improving themselves as a human being who does not view themselves as royalty with you being a subject or servant to them. So just remember, some of it depends on them and some of it depends on you. You get your part right and your odds are significantly above average, but also you can know that you did all that you could and that some of this could be a character flaw in the other person. It could even be a trend or a phase in their life. For example, a lot of times people in their early 20s, especially women, will decide that they have to spend these years having what they see as fun or what the world tells them is fun. And that's difficult to do with a boyfriend. Going to clubs, getting drunk, taking all these trips, spending the night who knows where. That's difficult with a boyfriend. And a lot of times if they have single friends around them who want this to happen or they want a partner to do some of these things with, to go out and be seen and party all the time, then they can actually try to influence your ex to break up with you in the first place or to stay away. And I talk about that in some other videos, but it's fear of missing out. So there's a lot that could be going on with your ex, but the best thing that you can do regardless is to make sure you get your side right, because that can bring them back around. Now, if your ex is a good person, they don't view themselves as above you or that they are way more attractive than you and deserve all this pursuit and for you to show interest in them and lavish them with gifts and with compliments, but they're not going to return those kind of things or do that kind of thing with you. If they don't think of themselves that way and they're a good person 
they have a good center, and they're empathetic and thoughtful, then your chances go significantly up because that means, first of all, that they have a normal or above average ability to have a connection with a human being, to feel love, to feel empathy for another person, and to actually be able to question their decisions. Because sometimes people who are really arrogant never question their decisions. And they certainly wouldn't think that they were ever in the wrong. So by now, I hope you can already see if your chances at least as far as what's dependent on them, is average, below average, or above average, you probably have a decent idea. And just remember, even if it's below average, if you get your part right in this, it could lead to introspection on their part, change, and even regret for their past behavior. But the odds still are less than if they're a good person already. And so you need to decide for yourself if it's better for you to give this some effort, and to see what happens or if you should just move on because it'd be better for you if you weren't in this relationship at all. Number two is how they viewed the relationship. And I talked about this in a recent video. It's basically where is the relationship stagnant? Are you two just doing the same routines or are you doing new things with each other? Is the commitment on an accelerating path on an ascending path to where the commitment between the two of you continues to strengthen. And that can be living together. That can be engagement, looking forward to marriage, children. And this can be a slippery slope because you don't want the other person to only look at the relationship and what they're getting out of it. But you want them to be able to look at it and to see that there were positives for them, that the relationship was continuing to grow and develop, and that there was a future there. And you want them to be able to look back at the relationship and the experiences that they had with you in the relationship as a couple, as something that they can miss, that they can look back at those memories with fondness and wish that they could do that again. And I'm going to get more into this in the next point about you as a partner, but basically they need to be able to look at the relationship and see that they benefited from being in it but that also they were able to fulfill that human desire to actually give in a relationship so that the other person benefits, so that it's a source of peace and warmth and encouragement and support and nurturing and love. And if they can look back and view it that way, your odds go up. So hopefully it was a good relationship and people will say, what if it was a bad relationship? Well, if it was a bad relationship, they probably wouldn't stay in it for that long. So keep that in mind that if they stayed in it for a while, then they were feeling that there was benefit to them. And that includes that they felt like that they were good to you, at least in some ways, if the relationship had a decent amount of time under its belt. So if that's the case, it's likely that they didn't view it as all bad and that there's still some hope there. But the relationship itself, the health of the relationship, what the relationship was like, how they view it now, all of that will play into this. It will factor in. So keep that in mind. Before I get to point three, get some information on my emergency breakup kit. I'll link to it in the description below, or you can go to myexbackcoach.com to get more information on it. It's a powerful guide to help you get your ex back after a breakup. I also have the emergency marriage kit for those of you who are married. Number three is how they saw you as a partner. Were you genuine? Or did they feel like you were acting, like you were fake? Maybe you were saying things sounded like they were in a movie and you're trying to come across maybe differently than you are or like you think you're supposed to or you're trying to appear as incredibly confident when you're not. Things like that. It's about being genuine. That's important. That doesn't mean that you overdo things like telling them I love you every five minutes because you feel it and you think, well, I want to be genuine. Well, that's different. And I've 
given this example before, but let's just say that there was a sugary treat, some certain dessert that I really wanted to eat, but I also knew I needed to cut back because my health depends on it. I need to lose a few pounds. Let's say I was in that situation. Would it be genuine of me to go ahead and eat the dessert or genuine of me to say, you know, I know that it would feel good to eat this dessert, but I'm going to exercise discipline because I know it's not good for me long term. And that's where you find yourself if you are extremely vocal and you say, I love you. Gosh, you're so beautiful. You're so handsome, whatever fits with your situation. And you just keep doing it to the point that it doesn't mean anything because you do it too much. So whereas I'm not saying that you should not say those things in a relationship, both people should compliment each other, should tell the other person how much they love them on a regular basis. But if it's too much, and I think that most of us can kind of know when that is, if it's just overdone, then it can make it seem less valuable. It can make the other person view you maybe as that you're more in love with the idea and the romantic situation that you're in than you are with them as a person and that it's not real. So keep that in mind. If you overdo it, it can come across as fake, even if you mean it. And it can be a bit of a balancing act. And I understand that. And I get into that in some videos, but just keep in mind how they viewed you as a partner is very important. Were you their peace? Were you there as a supportive person who at the end of a difficult day, they felt like they could come home and they would either hear from you by text, maybe if you're not together in the same place, or if you were married to them, did they feel like they could come home and you would be their peace? You would be the calm in the storm, supportive, nurturing, not adding to their difficulty, but taking away from it. Did they feel that for you as a partner? Did they feel wanted that it wasn't one-sided? Because sometimes people will break up with the other person because they don't feel as wanted by the other person as much as they want them. Did they feel that you rejected them? And that can be physically, that can be emotionally, but it's this concept to where this other person is saying, I want to be with you. I want to be close to you. And you pushed them away. And like I said, that can be physically, that can be emotionally. It could be intellectually, but did they feel rejection from you? Because that's one of the worst things that can happen for a connection. It can cause someone to just lose the ability to feel warmth and connection and intimacy with you. And they will want to go the other way. Those are difficult to save. And for some of you who have been taught that you should play hard to get and note the wording play hard to get, this person's not your toy to play a mind game with. And if you've been taught that, and that means that somehow it is going to help things. If you reject them, then you're in a mess. And I hope that the situation can be saved, but just know that that's one of the worst things you could possibly do to a person who wants to be your partner and is willing to try. And so keep that in mind going forward, whether it be with this relationship or in another one, both partners need to feel loved and wanted at the highest level possible. If it became one-sided, it can actually harm the relationship and make a breakup more likely. And that can be for the person who wants the other person and feels like that they want them more than they are wanted back. Or it can be if the person feels like the other person wants them more. Either way, the imbalance can cause difficulty and trouble. Keep that in mind. I know it's difficult and that I've used a few words to describe something that's very complex, but I think I've still communicated what I need to and that you can at least look back more on the relationship and your role as a partner and kind of see where you stand. And again, it is true. If you still want this person back, some of it depends on them. Some of it depends on you. Get your part right. You will feel better about things in the future and you have a better chance. Number four, 
Have you allowed them to feel the loss? And that's where you have to stop contacting them and use the no contact rule that I talk about, but it's more than that. They have to feel that you could move on. And it takes time for them to feel that because after the breakup, they don't believe you're strong enough to move on. Because of how a breakup affects the person who does the dumping psychologically, they will feel like for a time that you couldn't move on, that if they wanted you back, they could get you whenever they wanted you, and that they are the more attractive one. That's just natural. It's not their intent. They don't think, I'm going to dump this person so I can get an ego stroke from it. Now, some people do that. You should never date them. You should never take them back. You should not be around such a person who uses a breakup to manipulate you or so that they feel validated and super sexy about themselves. But one of the side effects of a breakup is feeling that you're above the other person. Not because you're a bad person, just because of the situation. And so it will take time for them to be able to process this and think about this and see that you're not chasing them down anymore. Notice I said anymore, because if you were doing that right after the breakup, you can stop it and you can get in a better situation and give yourself better odds. Do it now. Stop the contact. Stop chasing. Stop trying to fix what they broke. Stop trying to show them how much you love them because they already know. If they broke up with you and you were saying, no, I want this. I love you, please. They know. And they're not going to doubt that for a while. And it's good if they doubt that. I do coaching calls again now. And I talk to a lot of you who still say, I want them to know how much I love them. But that's part of the problem. They need to actually think that maybe their actions could have resulted in your love dissipating falling some, not being what it was, and that you're strong enough to move on and that you might even like moving on with someone else. And it takes time for them to see that. They have to see you are strong enough to stay away, that you're not going to try to fix it, that you're going to just let them go. It's shocking when someone does that, especially right after the breakup when you are feeling that you are above them and that you got this difficult thing over with and you're just going to ride off into the sunset. In a lot of ways, it's not the plan. They didn't think about that part. They didn't think about you moving on. And so if you had a good relationship with them and you can show that you can stay away, then in their mind, it makes sense that you could move on because you could form a good relationship with someone else. Someone else could be attracted to you and you're strong enough to stay away. That means it could very well happen soon. If you can at least get their mind working on that and considering the possibility, then your odds improve greatly but it will take you staying away. It will take some time for them to get to this point. And that means more than just a week or two. It may take months. And I want you to be prepared for that. You may just want to move on. You may say, you know, it's not worth it to me to wait a few months. I get it. Move on. If not, just know it will take some time. And that if you really want to see if this can work, give it that amount of time and then decide if it hasn't by three months, four months, five months, whatever that amount is for you that at that point you will decide you will not wait on this relationship anymore. You won't wait on this person anymore. You will quote, move on as far as your focus is no longer on being in a relationship with this person and that you are going to seek another person at some point to be in a relationship with because most of us, 95 plus percent of us were not made to be single and celibate for the rest of our lives. And your ex knows that too. And if you can stay away from them, then they realize that clock is ticking and that you could get away to where they couldn't get you back. And a lot of times they realize maybe they weren't as sure as they thought they were. And that's when they can start reaching out to you because they're trying to figure this out and they can say, how are you doing? And it's important to respond casually, but to respond 
And that's when things can really start moving in your direction. I talk about that a lot more in my emergency breakup kit, especially when they start interacting with you some. And you can get more information at my website about that, myxbackcoach.com. Before I get to point number five, take a quick second and subscribe to this channel so you can be notified when I have more videos like this. And that includes videos on successful relationships and marriages as well. Number five, attraction must reignite. And that's the name of a workshop I have for relationships and marriages in crisis. It's called Relationship Reignite. And you can get more information on that on my website as well. But attraction is so important. It's a key part of this. And people tend to kind of diminish this or not see it as important. But attraction is motivation. And if the other person is not motivated to be with you, then they're not going to be or they're going to leave. And usually before a breakup, when they're considering the breakup and at the breakup, and shortly after, their attraction for you is low. It's probably the lowest it's ever been, and that's why they're wanting to break up with you. If they were very attracted to you, they could overcome obstacles all over the place to be with you. They would go to the ends of the earth if necessary. Sort of like with long-distance relationships, those are really difficult. The odds of a long-distance relationship surviving are much lower than if the two people are close in terms of geography. Unfortunately, that's just how it is, but it's not impossible. And I do have some things for people who are in long distance relationships. You can check my videos for those, but I'm using it as an example. At the start of the relationship, even though you were states away, countries away, worlds apart, attraction was so high that the two of you would travel as much as it took often to see each other. And you would stay in communication. You would make extra effort because both of you realize that there is a challenge being so far apart. But over time, those challenges, the difficulty, the work, it begins to really tax attraction. And if there's too much difficulty and attraction becomes second place to the difficulty, then that's where attraction can fall off the cliff. That's why long distance relationships are so difficult to reignite just because attraction has fallen. And so even if you say, okay, okay, I'll move to where you are. It's strange to so many people how that does not appeal to that person, even though that was the issue that caused the breakup. And it's because attraction has been eroded so much by that distance that when the other person finally says, okay, I'll come to you, they don't even want it anymore. And that's sad. And I hate to say that. I hate telling people in long distance relationships how difficult it is. And if you're in a long distance breakup, I suggest you get a coaching session with one of the coaches on my staff or myself, or you get into my workshop for relationships in crisis that I talked about earlier. It's a difficult situation, but keep in mind it all centers around attraction and your ex, whether you're in a long distance relationship or not, if their attraction can come back. Now, the part of that that depends on you is you staying away, letting them feel the loss, letting them know that you're strong enough to stay away because that's what starts working on their mind. They remember when they were attracted to you and it occurs to them that someone else could be attracted to you as well. And if you're strong enough to stay away, then you're strong enough to move on. That's how it works in their mind. And it will take some time for them to be thinking that and it finally hit them emotionally. But that's your best shot at this. And that includes long distance relationships. So those five things, are important to answer the question, will my ex change their mind? Will your ex change their mind? Obviously, I don't know, but I do know that these things that I've gone over are very important. And so do your part in this. If you do, you will know that you did the best that you could and you'll raise your chances. And if it doesn't work out, you can walk away knowing you did all you could, but you also give yourself a chance, a good chance. If the relationship was good and some of the other details I mentioned in this video, 
you give yourself a good chance to reunite with this person, and that's what I hope for you. The next video that I suggest you watch is in the end screen here, and it's called Why Does My Ex Make No Sense? And I'm going to help you make sense of your ex and where their mind is during this time in that video. So click that video as a follow-up to this video. This has been Coach Lee, and as always, thank you for watching.